in the teachings, in the suttas. There are many, many places where we are encouraged to recognize the changing nature of experience. Over and over again, it encourages us. Notice the arising and the ceasing of experience, or in places the arising, the persisting and the ceasing of experience. At times the Buddha encouraged us to, in, in the words, the, uh, the translation into English, notice, cultivate the perception of impermanence. through cultivating the perception of impermanence. The unreliability of experience is revealed, supporting this disenchantment and fading away of clinging. This cultivation of the perception of impermanence can happen in different ways. At times it's more of a reflection that we can actively uh, use use our thoughts, use thoughts to kind of touch into this more the idea of impermanence in a way, the idea of change. There's a teaching the Buddha offered called the Five Subjects for Frequent Recollection. A reflective practice, recollecting these. Four of these five have to do with reflecting on impermanence. I am of the nature to age. I have not gone beyond aging. I am of the nature to sicken. I have not gone beyond sickness. I am of the nature to die. I have not gone beyond dying. All that is mine, beloved and pleasing, will become otherwise, will become separated from me. Encouraging a kind of, using our intellect, using the intellect to touch into the understanding in a reflective way of the impermanent nature of experience. This can happen at different levels. There's a story of one spiritual teacher, Carlos Castaneda, having a dinner with several people. And the story goes that somebody at that dinner said to Carlos Castaneda, I just don't feel like I have a spiritual life. And Carlos's response was, reflect regularly on the fact that you, your children, your parents, your partner, 
all that you love will die in no particular order, you will soon have a spiritual life. Pointing to the power of this reflection and the power of taking that in, even at the level of mature reflection, can be such a powerful practice for us. And then there's a deeper level of impermanence that's pointed to by noticing in experience, recognizing in experience, that experience comes into being. Persists and vanishes. This, it's, it, it, I think this, this to me points to the, the non-thingness of experience. There's no stability anywhere. There actually isn't something that comes into being. There's not a thing. There's just continual transformation. And it looks like things are things for a little while. Sometimes. And yet as we open to the more direct experience, we directly recognize, the mind directly recognizes that this changing flux this inconstancy, as soon as something seems to come into being, it's already passing away. It's already vanishing. And this is touching into change, impermanence, at the level of insight This is a direct seeing. And it's got a different quality than the reflective understanding of impermanence. And it also seems to have a very powerful impact on the mind, especially on the mind that wants to hold on to things. So we can't make this kind of seeing happen. It's understanding that arises based on the conditions of the mindfulness being strengthened, the establishment of mindfulness. As mindfulness is established, this capacity to see directly impermanence becomes possible. One thing I'll just add here in this moment. Sometimes we might think or hear about the establishment of mindfulness and have the sense that it means And we do, we cultivate the conditions for this continuity of mindfulness, 
for this, uh, for the mindfulness to be more stable. Um, that we might think, okay, I really need to work hard to establish mindfulness, and then maybe I'll get a, a sitting where there's mindfulness for like, you know, maybe five minutes or something. And there can be this idea that the mindfulness, the establishment of mindfulness needs means that it needs to be here for a long time before we can start seeing things, before we can open into these insights. My experience around this is that there is kind of the The establishment of mindfulness is a quality, a, a kind of a quality of mindfulness that we begin, that, that the mind begins to really um, recognize. And the more familiar the mind is with that quality of mindfulness established, the more possible it becomes to recognize that there are moments when mindfulness arises and is established very quickly. This seems to happen the more we practice, the more familiar we are with the quality of mindfulness. In a moment, we can be standing in our kitchen and cutting a vegetable. Suddenly the mind is very present in a moment and can see that a thought is arising and heading to heading in a particular direction that will lead to suffering and instantly the mind sees that and it releases it. Then the space of a second. And so there can be these moments of mindfulness being established, seeing impermanence, seeing change, understanding inconstancy in a moment. Sometimes the idea that we have to work really hard might get in the way of seeing. And yet we do have to work hard. (laughs) So it's this kind of paradox. There's a way that there is an engagement If we were to just say, oh, maybe mindfulness will come. Yeah, that would be nice. (laughs) It may at times, and yet there is a way that it's kind of more about intention, inclining the mind towards seeing. having that intention be 
held very close to the heart. Because we understand that that intention leads to freedom. 